Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of Kill James Bond, where it is once again time for us to A your cues. You have cues, ah. and we'll A them. It That's has been a hot second, huh? It's been a minute! It's been a minute since, mm. we've, since we've had some cues. Uh, we figured it was a good time to do it, because now we have officially killed him. Uh, yep, he's dead, dead. he's easy. fucking All 25 dumb, movies. Easy. It's easy for us to now like look back upon not just... James Bond as a series, but kill James Bond and answer some questions. Do a bit of like mm. the benefit. There are no of more Bonds left to kill James. <laughs> well, and I mean, he, he'll wept. return at some point. Oh, he will. We know he will. We are on like the the watchword of liberty is eternal vigilance, and <laughs> so too of podcasting. Um, <laughs> however, you're poor, you're wretched, you're puddled Bonds. Um, <laughs> let's start like on a on a nice a nice low ball. Um, sure. Scarabi asks, now that you've watched them all, who is your favourite Bond? Ooh, still Dalton. Really? I, I, I love the fucking weird bastards. I do. I, I think that he imbued it with the most sort of depth, mm. and I can't get an- I could have watched six more movies so long as he got the laugh in all of them. <laughs> like, any time we had to go like- <laughs> I was just like, ah, yeah, perfect. That's James Bond. That's yeah. James Bond. I would have liked maybe one or two more Daltons. I just want to see him, you know, flex a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think he would have really we... aged into it too, is the other hmm. thing. Because he was still like for yeah, a true. Bond. Because like the the Bonds have been like they get pretty old doing it because it's very physically demanding and it takes a long time to make the movies. He never really like sort of had that aged Bond thing where like a lot of others did. Um, and I mm. think that unlike something like old Connery or even old Craig, I think an older Dalton Bond would have been something like quite different. And I would have really appreciated it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Ab Abby and I actually discussed this recently, uh, and we have yeah. the same yeah, same I, stance. I, I I do really like in terms of acting. I do really like Daniel Craig, and like something that I've come to appreciate over the course of watching the Craig films is like, he is like a genuinely very, very good screen actor. And sure. I, I, I want to watch more Daniel Craig films. Cause like he's, he is like exceptionally good. Um, just like recognize the craft. Um, but I think in terms of like who I had the most fun watching, it's gotta be Roger Moore. Like it's gotta be Roger Moore. It's gotta be Roger Moore. Like <laughs> he, he was, he was the most fun <sighs> bond. I will concede that much. Just like uh, think back to the Roger moment Moore. where he was inside a body bag and he's he sat up and went woo. <laughs> it's like no other bond would have done that. Like there's so there's, many moments I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, there's such <laughs> an irreverence to it. just like how bad his first movie was. Really set me specifically on like a, a course for truly hating this guy. But mm -hmm. like oh, yeah. just. Quite genuinely, <laughs> I could I could go back and watch basically any Roger think, Moore. Yeah, Bond those film. are the ones the I would go back and watch like, again. More more sort of benefited from having a sort of very affable, Seven if sometimes racist well. script is mm -hmm. the thing. Like if you handed Daniel Craig a movie about like the egg, it, it would it, it would be strange. It wouldn't quite work. I don't think. Rod, yeah, Roger Moore really fitted the sort of affable like. No other, no other know. Bond actor could have done Bond in a clown suit. Mm. Uh, God no, that's true. Although technically also, Bond is British always agent. in a clown God, suit. That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like Octopussy, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you really pointed something out important when we watched Never Say Never Again, Alice, which is like the natural politics of the Bond franchise at that time would have been extremely reactionary. Sure. Mm. Um, 
And it's just, I think Moore kind of held that back a lot. Um, yeah, with yeah. kind of like silliness for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. It kind of um, almost seemed more like Kitty. Well, that's that's also why the misogyny gets so weird. Is yeah, the like that's true. by the time you get to something like um, uh, for your eyes only, right? Um, you you get this kind of misogyny that's like harmless uncle sort of mm-hmm. thing, where it's like, ah, oh, you're too young, so put your clothes back on, we'll get you an ice cream kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still it's still bad, but like if you compare to what a sort of like. Um, I, I don't know, mechanically propped up Sean Connery would have been doing in that movie. Lord it doesn't almighty. fucking bear things. Slapping about. women and yeah. It's an interesting it, tonally the Roger Moore films feel like they're pitched at like thirteen year old kids and their dad who are like going to the cinema for mm. some like dad child. So so time. much of the like Bond nostalgia yeah. that we've been trying to sort of dynamite with this podcast arises from exactly that. Like, all of the Twitter accounts that are just like, ah, perfect night in with the James Bond and a nice beer, which mm. we, of course, all hate and are trying to destroy. Um, mm. All of those, I imagine, come from, like, for the most part, pretty fond memories of watching Roger Moore. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's, it's, it's more, baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's just- also, uh, I, I know somebody who knew him in real life, and apparently he was just a very lovely man. Yeah, I, also I heard fully this. believe it. Fully believe it. Down to earth and surprisingly funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, all's cute. Friends <laughs> with uh, with Roger Moore. Um, yeah. Uh, d- d- <laughs> although, also, it's, uh, like, so is Daniel Craig. I have it on good authority. So. Oh, I'm sure. I think on the other the hand, thing about Daniel like, Craig, you know, actually, let me let me ask that question. <laughs> you, you you wouldn't really have like an on good authority that like, oh, this guy's a massive piece of shit. You'd have it on quite dubious authority. No one's ever like. Um, Oh, you know, I I talked to so many people about this guy, and they all fucking hate him. Uh, it's, I mean, it's I, I could I could tell you stories, but no, <laughs> not on not the podcast. Better, better not. Uh, I, I did a live show with Alice Caldwell Kelly. She was fucking terrible. Oh, she was awful. Actually, there's, yeah. there's a question regarding that. I'll, I'll throw that in her. Oh shit! Uh, all right. Brian Chit. No, don't worry. <laughs> Brian Chit asks, uh, "Were you guys nervous for the live show, and did you have any pre-show rituals?" I was so fucking nervous. I and mean, the thing is, right, I got the train that's down the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was sick as a dog because uh, the like tilting trains do not agree with me. I was trying to watch the fucking movie on my laptop for the first half hour, which was the worst mistake I've ever made in my life. And so yeah. I spent like uh, pretty much all of the the um the west coast mainline just like head in my hands fucking white knuckling it trying not to fucking throw up on anybody um and i think a decent proportion of that was nerves i was nervous once i got to london uh i i don't know if you're aware of this listener i don't really get out that much uh because it's terrifying and so this this was sort of like a partially a test run for me doing like the stuff outdoors but also just you know i was i was kind of like this makes it sound quite dispassionate to be like, I was curious to see if I could do it without fucking like losing my entire shit. But the strangest thing was that as like as soon as I got to the venue and and met these two, it was fine. Um, yeah, like, I'd say none of that showed at all. You just like completely bossed it. And, I, I, and well, it I just I just like uh, meeting meeting you two and Nate really just put me at my ease so completely. That I, was I was gonna just say like, like, oh, like it's my friends. Mm, fine, you fucking bossed it. You you were unbelievable mm. for someone like to just like come down first time doing like 
anything like this for, for years in front of oh, an yeah. audience of like since, 125. Since school, I think, yeah. And to just uh, have them eating out of the fucking palm of your hand. Yeah, you were the first whirlwind. one out on the stage, you immediately took the space and just did it. Like, it's great. It's phenomenal. I mean, you just have to like, you know, the audience are hogs and you just have to like discipline them. It's See, fine. that's what I've been saying. <laughs> yeah, but it took me like uh, learning this like experientially. I had yeah. to like mm. internalize it, that. And it also once once I got that. to the point where I was like, you will laugh now. Uh, that was... You walk out on stage and you're just like, yo, you ever heard of being transgender? And you get like a standing ovation. Well, I think ch- at that point, heat. Cheap heat. pretty yeah. easy to just do a live I w- show. I, w- I will say this. If you if you came to the, the live show, you were not what we would call a tough crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a wonderful audience. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there, were, there weren't any pre-show rituals, but these listeners, these two, did own me for doing vocal warm-ups. Yeah, you were doing, you were doing vocal warm-ups. Like, fair enough, though. To be fair, I should probably start doing vocal. No, I genuinely, I had, I had my little notebook, and that was it. That was all I needed. My uh, pre-show we had ritual. Some, we was, had some fun time, like uh, getting into makeup. We had girl, girls, girls chat, getting oh, into so makeup. Nice. And that was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I vastly, vastly enjoyed doing or helping with the uh, audio setup with Nate and the AV person. Oh, yeah. at the venue. Because I listen. There's not many times in my life where I get to do a like full arm extended thumbs up to signify that something is working correctly, and that's one of the, it. That was know. one of the rarer pleasures. I felt like I was like launching fucking aircraft off of a carrier. Um, it was great. So I... more, more of that. Freeloader alert! In order to find out. All of the rest of the A's to these various Q's, you're going to have to head to patreon.com slash killjamesbond and sign up today for at least £5 a month. It's like the cost of like one, maybe maybe two normal cups of coffee, but one like fancy one. So that's really not all that much, is it? All things considered. I'll see you there.